0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.
1: The end of an era, I suppose, in Kenmare, and I'm joined on the line by uh, John and Francis Brennan Hoteliers Extraordinaire. Uh, John and Francis, good morning. Morning, Pat. Um, <laughs> you you sound as if you're speaking with one voice, and I hope this decision was made in uh, like manner. Tell us, guys, why uh, are you doing it? Why are you selling up, Francis?
0: Well, I well, I'm in the business 52 years, Pat. I was just thinking of it last night. I started originally in Barry Cavanas, up in Aside. I think it's called a Step In now. On a bicycle, I used to work there at night, and then went to college, and then started the hotel business. So after 52 years, we just uh, like after the pandemic, we had a lovely. I had a fantastic time in the pandemic personally. I mean, because I had time to myself for the first time in my life, and you know, we just thought, listen, the hotel is in terrific nick. It's a good time. Business is good. Um, we we uh, are looking forward to a very busy season and we just John and I just decided listen it's time he has drunk in and that will keep him going no end I have loads of other things I won't be idle
1: and Now making that decision John I mean you had just uh, embarked on the refurbishment of the Lansdowne Hotel which is right. a, a companion yeah. hotel in the centre of Canmere, and a splendid hotel it is and yeah. now it's gone or will be No
2: it's not it's not, it's not gone no no it, it is for sale, but it's not sold. So if there's anyone listening, I'd be delighted to take a call today. And I suppose the same as Francis Pat, um, nothing is forever. And when we embarked on a project in 2019 to totally refurbish the Park Hotel, it was to put it in condition to bring it to the future and make it um, market um, um, appropriate for where the tourism is at the moment. And as in that process of renovating the whole Park Hotel, we the Lansdowne went into receivership and we bought it and we embarked on that project, which was fantastic. But at the end of the day, as Francis said, he's, well, Francis always said since um, as long as I can remember, he was retiring at 55 <laughs> and he's 70 in September, so he missed it by a few years because of the year 2008. That's,
1: so why, I all that, figures,
0: That's
2: yeah. why I don't do the figures, Pat. That's <laughs> why I don't do the figures. Yeah. <laughs> so all of that, all of that um, is in the play. You don't make a decision like this on the basis of one thing, there are many, many things in the hash, and you look at it all and you weigh it all up and you say yes, now is the time because family hotels and hotels in general have a cycle which they go through and very often, unfortunately, for family hotels, they they sell and they come into trouble at the bottom of its cycle when they're in bad repair. Ours is actually the direct opposite. This is very, a very um, happy day for ourselves in some respect except the fact that we have 110 superbly loyal staff to us who have been fantastic over the years and not easy here today, to be truthful with you. But having said that, it is the right decision for everything, everyone in the long term because hotels need to refresh themselves on a regular basis and um, have people behind them who are energised and everything for it. And we've done that fantastically for the last 40 years. But as Francis said, COVID taught us all an awful lot of lessons Um We had time to walk dogs and we had time to walk with ourselves and talk and enjoy lives. Hotels um, are 24-hour businesses and after 40-odd years looking after people and being at the front of the hotel, um, we just think it's time to step back and let other people with new energy come in and take them over. It is a fantastic town, Kenmare, with two really great hotels and we're in a very good position to do it. So. We're all happy in that sense, apart from the part, the
1: part, the 110 staff. You, you have been Francis at the mercy of events. I mean, COVID. Who could have predicted that? Um, uh-huh. And who knows, you know, what the war in Ukraine might have brought us in terms of limited air travel and tourism from America and all of that. Uh, then there was the recession. Uh, and you yourselves were investing in apartments and so on and houses and uh, trying to improve the the overall product and then you get ambushed again by events so yeah. <laughs> have you got tired of weather- weathering the storms?
0: But listen, the hotel business is always like that. There, there's never a right time and never a wrong time because there's always something globally affecting the hotel business. Now, Ireland has has done extremely well considering Ukraine and the... the, the Interest rate increases, like tourism is, is very buoyant in Ireland and it is seen abroad as being a country to really come. I, I travelled extensively this year, particularly I was in Australia and New Zealand and the amount of reservations and calls we've had from down there as a result of me visiting, it's phenomenal. It's, it's like it's people are just out and about and delighted to come. And Ireland is very much on people's mind. I believe it's within the the top 10 of people's bucket list, if you know what I mean. But the thing is, we have to convert them to get them here. But Ireland will always offer a special type of holiday. And that's why we're so attractive.
1: Now, uh, John, this is a very uh, closely guarded secret. There wasn't a whisper of this anywhere I oh. keep my ear to the ground and you know meet people in your industry all the time not a whisper not a, no. not a shred of a rumour yeah. or the beginnings of a rumour um, so you kept it very well uh, f- even yeah. from those closest to you H- how about what was it like actually breaking the news to your loyal staff I mean I know John Moriarty uh, yes. w- a stalwart yeah. absolutely uh, yeah. you know part and parcel of the park experience
2: 43 years here and his comment yesterday, and we have um, we have four people over 40 years with us. So John's comment yesterday actually was fantastic. As I said to Francis before we talked to everyone yesterday, I said, John is either going to go one of two ways. He's either going to throw the bucket out the window and all hell is going to break loose, or he's going to reevaluate where he is in life and think, hmm, mm, maybe it gives me an opportunity to think of what else I could do. And that's exactly what he said to me yesterday. He said, you know, if you were here for another 10 years, I was going to be here for another 10 years. He said, if you're going in two or three months' time, he says, that gives me the opportunity to think about where I am and what I want to do. And he says, I wouldn't have that opportunity if he stayed. So that was lovely in that sense. But there is a whole load of people like that and they're not even here 40 years. We have loads of people here two and three years who would feel the same way. And it's, it's testament to Francis, to be honest with you, with the ethos that he put into the place back in 1980 and everything he did since then. Because you have to remember, in 1980, when the Park Hotel opened, if you drew a line between Drumolan Castle and the Hibernian Hotel in Dublin, which is long closed. There was no five-star hotel south of that line. So what has happened in the Irish tourism industry since then is phenomenal. And Francis and Ken Mayer were at the pinnacle of all of that down through the years. So that's all um, Testament to what everyone has done in the park hotel, not just us.
1: You know, people look at the product. And they say, oh, yeah, they developed that well and it's 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 great and all the rest of it. Um, probably they don't uh, understand how precarious an adventure it was for you, Francis, when you started out.
0: Yeah, but your innocence was great, Pat. I hadn't, a no, I just got on with the job, you know, and uh, and we went through a liquidation. That's how I acquired the property. I was there for four years working. Then there was a liquidation then i leased it from the liquidator worked made a good few bob in 2 years and then i bought it but when I bought it, I never even told my mum and dad because nothing changed. I was always there. Everything was the same and now it just happened to be my bank account in my company that was running it. So I didn't tell people for ages after I bought it because nothing changed and like innocence is great. What I should have done was taken all that money that I had, which was substantial after two years here, okay, and gone to Mexico and I'd be, I well, I don't know if they still be living well on it but I would have done very well <laughs> for 10 years at least. You could have picked a better destination than Mexico. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah but, well, that's
1: true. I, I I remember back in the early days and I was uh, in America doing a documentary on St. Patrick's Day. You were in America uh, as part of the Board Fulcher workshops at the time. I mean, you were working very, very hard to create yeah. business. Yeah, of course. And like the, the, the hotel
0: business is one of those businesses they forget about you very quickly because something new opens up, up the road or opens up in Spain or whatever, and everybody wants to go there. So you have to keep pushing it all the time. I mean, that's why this year now I did Canada, America, Australia, New Zealand and Singapore. Like that's what you have to do. You got to get up and get out there. I did 19 flights in five weeks. Sell in the park and and Ireland because I always sell Ireland first. That's one the great thing about the tourist industry here. When we go on those workshops, we are selling Ireland first. And whether they come to Dromoland the park, Ashford, or the Shelburne, doesn't matter. We're selling Ireland, which is a great team effort. Always with
1: with all this work you're talking about and all the flying, you're putting people off buying the place, Francis. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny.
2: No, in,
0: Pash, the, it's, it's,
1: it's a, up, a few I think minutes
2: ago there about um, all the things that have happened. The very first trip I went on to the states. Um, we had, in the middle of that sales trip with Falsh Ireland or, um, back in the day, um, the Enniskillen bomb went off. And we all thought, yeah. well, wow, well, we need to pack our bags and go home because there's no point selling Ireland here this year. And there's been umpteen things of that magnitude have affected the tourism industry since then. So it's, as Francis says, it's the constant delivery of your presence in front of people overseas that keeps the water dropping on a stone that makes an indent. But the tourism product in Ireland... Um, as Francis has said, where it's in the top 10 bucket list of people's places desirable to visit, um, is hugely strong. And we have a fantastic um, hospitality ethos in the country, which people comment on all the time um, on their departure after coming to Ireland. So the future of tourism is not a worry whatsoever in my mind. Um, it, it, it's, it's as as it and it's a strong. And John,
1: works. Francis mentioned that you're the, the man who does the figures, and you, you do that uh, on the series at your service as well. Um, uh, Kenmare is a small town, and, and I'm wondering yeah. how often you kind of had to pull your cap down over your eyes and avoid the bank manager as you walked along the main street.
2: Um, he, in in latter years, you'd be lucky to find a bank manager uh, to walk <laughs> along the streets. <laughs> but thanks be to God, um, since 2016, um, we we have had um, we got out of our financial issues um, uh, that we ran into in 2008, and we could look anyone straight in the eye, and it was never a problem. And we are, as I said to you at the very start of the, at the interview, we are in such a fortunate and privileged position to be doing what we're doing because we're exiting on the high on our terms and we're under no pressure whatsoever and I know umpteen colleagues down through the years um, who, who are not in that fortunate position and we're lucky just that to have the pro- properties that we have in the locations that they are in, and in the conditions that they're in um, so I, I have no worries about the
0: future whatsoever. It's a very we different aren't here, story. We are yeah. here for all of this summer, passion. We're not going anywhere. We're
1: not going anywhere. Be, because be I, I know there are people who make pilgrimages to the park in the, for afternoon tea in the hope of meeting you, Francis. St. Yes. Francis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, the, the staff always wanted to get a cut out of me for when I'd be in Australia or wherever I'd be and say, here, stand beside them there. But I, I, I vetoed that a long time back. Listen, it's great. Yeah. People enjoy the tele- at-your-service. They enjoy... I suppose my personality and, and whatever, I, whatever I am, I, I, I just be, I'm just me, but whatever I am, people do enjoy. And as I always say, you know, people are always looking for photographs on the street, as you know yourself, Pat. And I always say, the mothers of Ireland love me, so that's fine. I'm a day a lucky boy.
1: Aren't you a lucky boy? Ta- ta- no,
0: it's talking not, about the
2: mother's it, past, yeah. actually, today is our, um, our father will be 106 today, it's his birthday. Oh. And in yeah. 1964, he designed a hotel for Sligo, in Sligo, and Loch Gill, in Ahamore, um, which, which, Today would win an architectural award. It is such a beautiful design of a building. And we only found the um, plans when Mum died a few years ago in the attic of the house. But actually it hangs on the wall in the Lansdowne, the plans of the hotel. But it's a nice story for his birthday today and what we're doing.
1: I think it might be a picture that you will take with you to Drumquina, John, and we'll talk to you about Drumquina in a moment. But, Francis, it's not as if you you will be retiring. I mean, you've got (laughs) your Dunstores collections, which is flying out the door and constantly being augmented. You're writing another book, I believe, and you're shooting at your service. Another series.
0: All of those things and other things as well. I I was talking last Friday at a conference in in Tralee for Age friendly Ireland, which was a very nice event. So I'm constantly on the go and always happy to help wherever I can. And uh, Dunn Stores, were opening up a new store in uh, Dundrum come October, which is a great project, very exciting. We were with them last week looking at design and all the rest. So onwards and upwards and sure, everybody will still meet me on the street and they can say hello.
1: And John, uh, Drumquina, there's a, an old adage that suggests that work expands to fill the space available for it and the time available for it. Um, I suspect that Drumquina will take up a lot of your time.
2: Yeah, and that it is a superb um, property and a fantastic business out there, and we're going to concentrate on that, and that is plenty um, to keep us occupied. And uh, we have, I don't know how many weddings we've uh, built in it this year, um, but a lot. And we have uh, very good <coughs> excuse me, occupancy during the summer in the tents, and it is a great property with a whole load of elements to it that we can develop over the coming years and we can concentrate on that and also be able to get an hour to walk the beach and enjoy ourselves as well and really that's the essence of the, of the whole
1: uh, of this move Yeah, yeah. I, I should ask you finally about uh, you know things that happened in the hotel over the years particularly the park as that's the one longest in your ownership uh, and the, the celebrated people maybe some of them long dead who've stayed there
0: well, we've had we've had great people over the years. I always remember at Christmas time, John Travolta came, and he danced with everybody on Stevens's night. So that really made their Christmases. We have uh, Woody Allen was a regular guest. My nieces and nephews used to be completely blown away at the amount of tablets he took. I'm not too far behind him now myself either. But <laughs> <laughs> at that time in my life, it was kind of, he took like the tablet for this and tablet for that and vitamin and all the rest. He'd have 40 of them in front of him every morning. So yeah, we ha- we've shared many, many people over the years. All right. Maeve Binchy was a regular, used to come. Uh, per, per Maeve. we all loved her here she used to we used to re, reconfigure her bedroom for to get her a desk because she used to write every day then she'd come down for lunch spend the afternoon in the hotel have something to eat for dinner and then go on upstairs again so she was a great a great um great person to come and see us every year as well and we have like loads of loads of people that come just every year lovely lovely people i rang them all i rang well i'm, I'm sure i missed somebody as always happens but i rang most of them yesterday um after three o'clock just to say listen you'll see this in the paper this morning and, and thank you for all your support over the years so you know we move on and and we, we still see those friends please
1: god as the years pass And uh, we're looking forward to continuing to seeing you on our screens because at your service, is it Series 13? 13, Yeah, yeah. and we're filming at the moment now. Okay, so uh, just because you might have left uh, the hotel... Business per se doesn't mean that you leave your expertise behind. It'll no. be much valued, I think, in all the properties around the country uh, that you visit. So, uh, finally, I should ask you how you feel today. I mean, the decision has been a long time in the making, I believe, you know, months and months and months. Yes. But then you wake up, you've told the staff, you've told the world. How and how do you feel I, today? It's like D-Day, I think, when they decided on
0: to advance on the French um, coastline. Um, Well, yeah, no, it's bittersweet, of course, but I am great for making decisions and departmentalizing them. The family laugh at me all the time, but we decided to sell it. It's been sold and that's life. We move on. Um, You know, it was my baby and we built it up, but we're selling a lovely baby. So I'm quite happy and hopefully whoever takes over our bias uh, that the ethos will continue because it's, we have a very special place. Mm-hmm.
1: Will you both continue to live in Kenmare?
0: Oh, Absolutely. Yes.
2: Yeah, yeah. Very few people yeah. leave Kenmare, Pat. Yeah. It, has, it, has, it has a very strange uh, um, ability to connect with people and as a result like 40% of the local residents are non-Irish um, so when people come to Kenmare and and this is actually very true from a staff point of view like the amount of staff who have come and worked in the park hotel over the years and opened businesses locally or have got married and lived locally is huge so yeah. it it has the, it, there's something about it that is quite kind of cosmopolitan it's a lovely town it's 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 a ambience with restaurants and cafes and all of those things that's just enjoyable and when you're off work um i'm told i don't know but when you're off work you feel as if you're on holidays uh-huh. And that's that's really nice place to live and to work in. Yeah. So um, I, I
1: detected we, we um, gone anywhere w- when you talked about telling the staff how emotional you were, John, about this. But I'm just wondering yeah. how the pair of you will feel, as uh, denizens of Kenmare, and someone else running the show that you ran for so many decades. <laughs> Like, um, It'll like, be an odd yeah. feeling, I su- suspect. It
0: will be. Well, it won't. Yeah, uh, but the car will probably turn in automatically <laughs> on the gate. <laughs> so I'll have to s- s- stretch it out of my hand and say, go on, go on straight, not left, not left. But yeah, yeah sure, we listen, we have that date to come yet and we are in business for the summer, so everything is as normal. Yeah.
1: And yeah. John? As
2: a person told me who made an announcement recently, similar to ours, he said, you know, he said you reset the DNA. And you, when I got out of bed this morning, it was, it was as if thanks be to God, the word is out and they know what we're doing um, because it, it, the last couple of, well, this, you said a few months, it's actually in the planning for a couple of years, I suppose, it's subconsciously in some sense in our minds um, but um, in the last couple of months, certainly more so, and as you say, we tried to keep it as quiet as possible um, and we did succeed in doing that but there's a relief in one sense that we have announced it and it's out there and then at least we can be all straight and talk to you and tell everyone yeah. that
1: the, the fuse is lit Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) All right, look. A a short fuse, I hope. John and Francis, look, what a pleasure it is talking to you again. I can only wish you the very best in all your endeavours, and they are many for the future. No retirement there for for Francis. And John, you're a young lad yet. No sign of uh, you (laughs) stepping out of the frame, and best of luck with uh, your continued endeavours in uh, Drumquinna. To the Brennan brothers, thanks for everything.